You're listening to the My 25 Podcast, keeping you up to date on the NCAA's college basketball rankings each week. Here's your host, David Payne. Hey everybody, you're listening to the My 25 Podcast. I'm David Payne. Thanks for listening. A lot of great basketball over the weekend. We're down to four teams left in the NCAA tournament. In this episode, we're going to look at each of those teams. We'll look at their journey to the Final Four. We'll also look at my bracket, talk a little bit about what might could happen going forward. First, I want to thank BYU-Idaho Radio for letting me record here. Also, Real Sport Media for hosting the podcast on their website. Go check them out, realsport101.com. So this is the second-to-last episode of the season. This coming weekend, we'll know who's in the championship game, and that game is happening next Monday, so I'll do a quick episode next Monday morning in preparation for that game. So make sure to subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts, or you can ask your smart speaker to play the My25 podcast, and you can hear any of this season's episodes. So the final four teams are as follows. In the South... If you didn't take them serious in their first few games, you better take them serious now. It's a Cinderella story, a number 11 seed. Only the fourth time an 11th seed has made the Final Four, led by team chaplain, 98-year-old Sister Jean, the Loyola Chicago Ramblers. So the Ramblers upset number six Miami in the first round by two points on a deep three-point buzzer beater. Then they beat number three Tennessee by one point on a shot that bounced around up on the rim. It seemed like for an hour before it finally fell at the buzzer. And then they beat the Martin Twins from Nevada by one point in the Sweet 16. And then finally, I guess they decided to steer clear of all the stress of those close games. And they ended up beating Kansas State by 15 points. So I had Loyola Chicago losing to Miami in the first round. Then I thought they were going to lose to Tennessee. I thought they'd run out of steam by the time they got to Nevada. And I thought for sure Kansas State would get the best of them. I've been wrong since the brackets were released. I think that they're going to lose in the Final Four. But like I said, I've been wrong. We'll see. Sister Jean and the Ramblers, they think differently. They think they're going to keep going and win it all this year. They also have a lot of Harry Potter fans on their side since their maroon and yellow colors look a lot like Gryffindor. I'd love to see them keep going, but my bracket still has a chance if they lose. Next up in the West, from the Big Ten, the Big Ten Conference Championship winner, a team I actually picked to go to the Final Four and also to move on to the championship with six foot eleven German sensation Mo Wagner leading the way. It's the number three Michigan Wolverines. I honestly thought they should have lost to Houston in the second round. Houston outplayed them, but Michigan got this amazing buzzer beater from Jordan Poole. I talked about it last week. And then they stomped Texas A&M, and then they got lucky against Florida State. It felt like Florida State's coach, Coach Hamilton, he kind of gave up in the last minute of the game. He actually had an interesting exchange with a reporter who questioned him about what happened at the end of the game. Here, take a listen. Take me through the final seconds of this game. Why didn't you guys foul? Uh, what are you talking about? Down the stretch there, the end of the game, the final seconds, 11 seconds left on the do, clock. Do you think that the game came down to the final seconds of the game? I'm asking you, though, why that decision in the final seconds of the game? We, we, the game was over. You didn't think your guys could get back in it, put them on the line you if they miss those shots? I mean, but 15 seconds, uh, huh. what, what were we down? Put them on the line, they miss a few shots. Coach, a four-point ball game, it's a question that, that the guys were asking at the end of our game. That's all I'm asking. It didn't come down to that in your mind. 
I thought they, I thought they did a great job. He later apologized and said his reaction came in the heat of the moment when his anger and competitiveness was higher than it needed to be. And he apologized and said she was just trying to do her job. Either way, Michigan is moving on. Like I said, I had Michigan winning here and going to the national championship game in my bracket. So for the sake of my bracket, go blue. In the East, another team I picked to go to the Final Four and win the entire tournament this year in their second Final Four appearance in three years, the 2016 National Champions, and for my bracket, hopefully this year's champions, led by future Hall of Famer Jay Wright, the number one Villanova Wildcats. Other than Virginia, Villanova was one of the hottest teams in the regular season. They went undefeated for their first 13 weeks of the season, and altogether they have a 34-4 record. They're looking for two more wins this year to be the champions again. Like I said, I have them winning my bracket, so I'm hoping they win it all. Jalen Brunson is definitely the player of the year in my book. He's done amazing things for Villanova this year and over the years since he's been there. I think the overall experience of this team is going to keep them in it. Finally, in the Midwest, arguably the toughest region in this year's tournament, a team from the Big 12, they had to go through two top five ACC teams this year in that region to move forward, led by another future Hall of Famer, Bill Self, the number one Kansas Jayhawks. Now, if you missed the matchup between Kansas and Duke over the weekend, stop listening to this podcast, go watch the highlights, and then come back. It was one of the best games of the entire college basketball season. It had close to 20 lead changes, and it was back and forth the entire game. Kansas shut down Marvin Bagley III. They only allowed him to score 16 points, which is still quite a bit, but he had over 20 in every other game in the tournament. Kansas's Malik Newman was easily the player of the game, finishing with 32 points. It felt like every time he got the ball, he would shoot it, and it was going in. Kansas did a great job breaking down Duke's zone defense, finding the open man, either at the free throw line or in the corner. They were making tons of three-pointers. Now, with seconds left, the game was tied. Senior guard Grayson Allen for Duke had a chance to end it at the end of regulation to steal the game. He tried to drive right. He was cut off. He switched to the left, and he put up a soft shot off the glass. It looked like it was in. It rolled around, hit the backboard again, but instead of falling, it rolled out. It was a similar shot Allen's made at the buzzer in previous games. I thought the game was over, and as a Duke fan, I was so excited, but... It was not over. Still tied. It went into overtime. It was still back and forth in overtime, but Newman caught fire for Kansas, and Duke couldn't stop him. There was a pretty controversial call called on Duke's Wendell Carter Jr. He was called for a block underneath the basket. It was his fifth foul. He'd fouled out, and I think that was the moment that the game was over. After watching the replay countless times, I think Carter was set. He was outside the restricted area. It was clearly a charge. I honestly felt the officiating was bad on both sides during this game, but that call was just too much. I couldn't believe it. Duke ended up losing that game in overtime, and Kansas is moving forward. It was an amazing game, though, and like I said, one of the best of the entire year. Definitely watch the highlights if you missed it. So with those four teams left, we'll see Loyola Chicago take on Michigan in the earlier game this coming Saturday, and then the Villanova Wildcats will battle against the Kansas Jayhawks. Like I mentioned earlier, I have Michigan and Villanova in the final game this year. I've been about 50% with my bracket each round. I had eight of the Sweet 16, three of the Elite Eight, so not quite 50% there, and then two of the final four correct when I was making my picks. 
If things continue, looks like I'll probably get one of these right, but I'm hoping both Michigan and Villanova move forward. I have Nova winning that game 74-71. to Like I mentioned earlier, I'll do a short episode next Monday before that game, so be sure to tune in for that. My bracket depends on Villanova winning, but if Loyola Chicago and Kansas win, I'll be buying a Sister Jean bobblehead, painting a scar on my forehead, and repping those Gryffindor maroon and yellow colors. Close games and upsets are always fun, and I know it'll be another enjoyable weekend of college hoops, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. It's a short episode today, but again, thanks for listening. Tell your friends and family, if they like college basketball, to listen to the My 25 Podcast. Also, find us on Facebook and Twitter, at My 25 Podcast. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. You've been listening to the My 25 Podcast with David Payne. Find My 25 on Facebook and Twitter. Just like at My 25 Podcast and make sure to subscribe for updates each week.